Hi, everyone, and welcome to Kara's Cures, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin, and how about a simple practice to improve your mental health? The art of acceptance? Dr. Greg Hammer, thank you so much for being with us. And I know uh, you've written a book. You teach out in Stanford and California. They're not worried about snow over there, but you've written a book about really how acceptance can work. And I think in the world of Kara's Cures, we talk about this a lot, about, oh, just accept something. But what does that really mean? You've kind of gotten granular about this. How can acceptance help your mental health? Well, first of all, it's wonderful to be with you, Kara. Uh, acceptance, Thank you. I think, is part of uh, uh, an overall way of being more resilient and present, along with the uh, other three pillars of emotional and spiritual well-being, which are gratitude. Uh, the four are gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non-judgment. So I think they're all very closely interwoven. Acceptance by itself may not be enough. I think when combined with gratitude, appreciation of, of that which is and uh, all the wonderful things that we can be thankful for, as well as uh, living our lives intentionally with purpose and being non-judgmental to the degree possible. Acceptance is definitely an essential ingredient. And I have a formula in the book, which I'd like you to think about. It is Suffering equals pain times resistance. So we love formulas in medicine. Suffering equals pain times resistance. So the fact is that pain is as much a part of our lives as joy. Uh, This is just the way the world works and the way we work. So there is going to be pain in our lives. For example, I lost my son at the age of 29 about four years ago. And that certainly is a very painful experience. But it's really up to us how much suffering we do in response to that pain. And um, this is where acceptance comes in. I think the serenity prayer certainly got it right. We first need to discern between what we can change and what we cannot change. And there's a lot that we can't change. In my case, certainly uh, what, what occurred with my son. So if we can't change it, then we're best off accepting it. And the more we do that, the less we suffer from that pain. So, doctor, first of all, I'm so sorry for the loss of your son. There's no greater loss probably as a human being than losing a child. So my heart goes out to you. And I I thank you for sharing your wisdom because I think sometimes in the world of self-help, we think either or medicine or what people might think of more woohoo, oh, this idea of acceptance. But here you are as as a doctor at one of the world's most premier um, universities teaching about this because you say it can actually change our neurons. Um, So before we get to that, I want to say, what is acceptance not? You said it's not like just saying, oh, that's okay. It's not rolling over. It's not condoning. That's maybe where we get resistance because we think it's something else. Correct. Yes. No. First of all, we do have to discern between what we can change and what we can't change. If there's something painful or disagreeable in our lives that we can do something about, we have the wherewithal to do that. We should definitely target those things. So, um, you know, uh, there's the pain of, uh, say, my body image or, you know, feeling like uh, something at work is really bothering me. It may be something that I can do something about. I can uh, work on my body image and work on my body. I can try to have better relationships with people at work if that's something that is causing me discomfort. 
So first, we do have to distinguish, we have to discern between what we can change and what we can't. But there's a lot that we cannot change. And so uh, resistance to that which is, and, and as we all know, the world doesn't often comport with our wants and needs. Uh, and when we resist, uh, we suffer more. So there are lots of kinds of resistance. Um, uh, we try not to think about something. We try to sort of rationalize it. Um, you know, we uh, make judgments to try to reframe it. And these don't really change the underlying painful element in our life. And so um, when it's something that we truly can't change, it's causing us pain, we need to accept it. And I think if you consider, say, the truly enlightened uh, among us in the history of mankind, let's say uh, many people would, would say this about Jesus and the Buddha and other well-known figures, I think enlightenment, in a way, means a total lack of resistance to what is. And I think we can all kind of relate to that. If we could truly just relax into the situation and fully embrace, not just even accept, but embrace that which is painful, uh, our suffering can be really eliminated. I don't know that all of us are going to attain that degree of enlightenment, but we can make progress, baby steps every day, through a daily practice that includes acceptance. So acceptance really is allowing your thoughts and feelings to just be, maybe even saying, I am feeling angry. It doesn't mean that you are giving up or that you're resigned to some negative situation. Absolutely. And this is where the four elements of gain are intertwined. So I think acceptance is uh, something that needs to be accompanied by non-judgment, the end in gain. So, you know, our brains are always comparing things around us and, you know, we have a negativity bias. So we tend to be our own harshest critics. And so when we're comparing other people to ourselves, we often think, well, he's better looking than I am or she's smarter than I am. So it turns out these judgments are really non-productive. So when I'm doing my game meditation every morning, I'm thinking, uh, well, there's a beautiful image of the earth apparently suspended in space, like one of these beautiful NASA images. And the earth is neither good nor bad. It simply is what it is. And the next step then is it's only logical to look at ourselves the same way. We are neither good nor bad. We are simply the person that we are. And so you can see how this is interwoven with acceptance, accepting ourselves just as we are, rather than judging ourselves. And it, just the thought of that, I think, helps us begin to relax a little bit and be unburdened, and be just a, a little bit happier. So let's accept others for what they are, not judge them, and similarly ourselves. And this is much more difficult, I think. Uh, there are a lot of data showing that people are much more sympathetic and, and understanding of others than they are themselves. We are truly our own harshest critics. So let's accept uh, ourselves first the way we are and go from there. So this sounds simple, but not easy. So I want to get a little more granular. You say we can't stop negative thoughts and feelings from arising, but we can try to see them as passing mental events rather than a reflection of our whole worth. Right. Well, you know, our minds didn't get this way, and our brains are kind of hardwired uh, in certain ways that detract from our ability to be present and happy. We all have a negativity bias. We all tend to remember the negative uh, thoughts and experiences we have and forget the positive ones. 
we also have a hard time being present. We're sort of fixated on the past and the future. When we overthink the past, this often generates regret and shame and self-judgment. And when we overthink the future, this generates fear and anxiety. So we have a hard time being present and we have a negativity bias. This is uh, something that we can explain by sort of an evolutionary uh, sequence of events, if you will. It may have been adaptive at some point to be always on the lookout. Maybe there's a saber-toothed tiger uh, lurking at the mouth of our cave. But the fact is we don't usually have a saber-toothed tiger lurking at the mouth of our cave anymore. Most of us live in relatively safe, secure environs. So uh, let's not fixate on the, on the fear associated with the unknown. But again, our brains didn't get to be hardwired this way overnight. And so we're not going to rewire them overnight either. And that's why I think we need to have a daily practice that's purposeful or intentional to be more aware of the present moment. And this brings acceptance and non-judgment. So baby steps, there's no such thing as failure, but let's have a daily practice to embrace gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non-judgment. And it's not very difficult to do that if you are really purposeful. Okay, so let's talk about those baby steps. What does a daily practice look like where we can get a little bit more acceptance in our life for the people who are also just accepting of the fact that they have work and kids and a lot to do? Sure. Well, uh, this is the gain method, for example. Uh, this is my approach. So every morning I get up, I open the blinds, I do my morning hygiene thing, and I then find a comfortable, quiet place to sit for just a few minutes. We can do this in as little as three minutes every morning. So we close our eyes, we get in touch with our breathing, we appreciate the air coming into our chest through our nose, and we hold that, and then we let it go without any effort at all. And then we begin to comp contemplate that for which we're grateful. So, you know, I happen to love my job. I think it's a privilege to help kids and their families. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the loved ones in my life. I'm grateful for my relative health and uh, relative wealth. And again, I had a, I was diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago. I didn't think I'd be alive today. So just the fact that I'm here today and breathing and talking to you is something for which I'm grateful. Then we transition to acceptance and we bring something painful into our consciousness and we bring it in closer and closer. I actually visualize my chest opening, my heart opening and bring this pain inside and merge with it and fully embrace it. And then it just doesn't seem quite so bad. Um, then I move to uh, intention. And again, we can be purposeful and I, I can give you examples of how just a simple intentional practice every day can help rewire our brains. Um, so we intend to be present. We intend to be more positive. We move to non-judgment. I told you that I visualize the earth suspended in space, one of these beautiful NASA images. And I realize the earth is neither good nor bad. The earth is just what it is. And then it's only logical for me to, as I'm breathing, focus on myself. And I too am just what I am, neither good nor bad. Then I return to the breath and then I'm done. I open my eyes and I'm ready to go out in the day and, and, and actualize these principles of being grateful, accepting, intentional, and non-judgmental. So, so, so again, it's baby steps. Baby steps, right. And a lot of people are just dealing with burnout. But when you say just taking those three minutes to practice acceptance and just giving gratitude for whatever you do have, that actually rewires physically and 
in other ways, our neurons, our brain, we really are rewiring ourselves? Absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're firing all these neurons together to generate these thoughts and, and truly an experience. And the more these neuronal pathways fire, the more they become sort of our default mechanism, our way of thinking. And this is something that is called neuroplasticity. That is that actually just by changing the way we think, having these positive thoughts, being more present, more grateful, accepting, intentional, non-judgmental, this is sort of a self-propagating loop, if you will. The more we have these thoughts, the more we think them. And so that's a miracle, actually. I think our brains are, are so interesting and magical. And the fact is that we have control over our thoughts. Let's just have low expectations. There's no such thing as failure. Have a daily practice that can be as little as three minutes. I love that it's only three minutes. I often say that the rule of threes, right? (laughs) So three minutes, um, it's something that's doable. It's a micro step. And we just want to be clear as we're closing out here, doctor, that this doesn't mean passivity. This, I mean, those of us who are motivated or excited or, you know, trying to get better in life, especially after the pandemic, a lot of people are trying to make some changes. Acceptance is something that's going to allow your feelings to pass, not that you're giving up or throwing in the towel. No, by accepting them with intention, you're actually resolving them. Mm. So you're not pushing them away. You're not rationalizing them. Uh, you're not rolling over. Again, you have to discern between what you can change and what you can't. If you can do something about something that's bothering you, something that's painful, by all means, have a strategy to exercise your intention and do just that. Well, thank you. And the book, again, is called Gain. And uh, is it available everywhere? People can read a little bit more about using the art of acceptance in their life? Absolutely. The book is Gain Without Pain. The subtitle is actually The Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals because I started out addressing the the growing tide of burnout among physicians and other healthcare workers, but I think everybody can enjoy it and benefit from it. And it's on Amazon. And my my website, excuse me, is greghammermd.com. They can find the link to the book there as well. Yep, www.greghammermd.com. Gain without pain. And I know a lot of our amazing doctors and nurses uh, on the front lines here could use something like this, but so could us regular folks. So we appreciate your time being with us. Such a pleasure, Kara. Thank you, Dr. Greg Hammer. And you can find more information on the cutting edge of wellness on Kara's Cures. Explore it on the WFSB streaming news app. You can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. I post these stories there. Have a great day. Be well.